0: Welcome to episode 32 of For the Love of Guns. My name is Jason Schaller and I'm your host. Today, I'm joined by Joe Morse, also known as Shooting Gallery New England. Now, I've known Joe for several years and he's another content creator in the firearms industry. Today, we're going to talk about well, challenges that we've had on certain platforms. Before we talk to Joe, I want to give a shout out to Hold My Guns. Mental health is something that we all need to take seriously. Hold My Guns is working very hard to take the stigma out of mental health and firearms. If you're looking for a worthy cause, go check out Hold My Guns. Now let's talk to Joe. Joe,
1: tell me about your love of guns. Alrighty, righty. Uh, I'm Joe. I run shooting gallery NE on uh, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all the social medias do gunsmith content, do uh, gear reviews, gun videos, uh, a couple podcasts. I'm kind of all over the social media. So,
0: Joe, t- today I kind of want to talk because you know, we met a few years ago um, on another podcast <laughs> uh, yeah. with with Clover, going on the Clover Tax Thursday night podcast. That's actually where we met. Um, you know, both of us are pretty new channels. So I think I was doing a, a little bit longer than you at the time. But what I really wanted to talk about was, you know, being a content creator, especially in the firearms space, because let's face it, it's sometimes not friendly to be a content creator in there. Kind of talk about like our successes, you know, our su- successes as a content creator, our failures and what we would have done different. And what about, you know, someone thinking about doing, a channel right now maybe what they would do so you know we were talking a little bit offline before because like every time we get bsing <laughs> and we we probably should have just hit record because we would have had the podcast done by now <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. so like for you you know you're really big on tiktok um tiktok is just a platform quite frankly i can't figure out um and then you know you're so good at TikTok that TikTok doesn't like you at times. No, the dog not at all. <laughs> not at <laughs> all. <laughs> so talk talk a little bit about you know you know if you're going to be a content creator, you're gonna you just want to do short content. TikTok's a good place to do it, but you know talk about being a gun content creator on on you know
1: TikTok. Okay, so I started I used to just crap all over that because i was like all right it's a bunch of people promoting you know only fans or you know just weird dancing videos i didn't do that but then again i saw a void where there wasn't that much like gun content on tiktok there was a few channels and you know it, it's like okay why don't you know let's branch let's branch out um my youtube been doing i've been doing youtube for like i think three four years now um and over the you know over three four years you're looking at your analytics and it's just you know your natural viewpoint is maybe three four minutes depending so that tells you okay people's attention span isn't that long anymore that's why tiktok is so big right now because it's excuse me 60 seconds sometimes you can do three minute videos i think now you can do 10 minute videos but no one really does that so okay let's make 30 to 60 second videos just showing what you're doing you know you don't it's not a oh man okay i'm gonna get you know my camera and get everything all lined up it's you can use your cell phone and you know get a cool catchy tune and you can promote okay hey i'm working for instance like I'm working on a shield plus, or hey, I'm, you know, I'm doing this type of stuff at the shop, and it's only sixty seconds. But again, that content isn't really prevalent on, for instance, TikTok because it's geared towards a lot of other, you know, content. Uh, so I started really kind of catching off, and I started G- January of this year, and by like, March, I was at, like, 10,000 followers. I was like, what? Wow. 10,000? Yeah. Like, like in three months, 10,000 followers. And I'm like, what's going on here? Um, you can get, you know, you, at that point, you're, you know, monetized. Or you're in the what they call the creator fund program where you get, like, I mean, for every thousand views, you get, like, 10 cents. Um, so, but, like, I was really starting to get videos within that three-month period where certain videos I do, they'd get up to, like, 250,000 views comments, wow. you know, 6,000 likes, like that is like, that is engagement that if I was on YouTube, oh my dear Lord, I would be way bigger than I would be on YouTube. But with TikTok, it's, it, it was like, you get views like that, you, you know, you get into that right algorithm, you use the right hashtags or whatever, you follow the trends and you, you know, there's some people that you can get over 500,000 followers in a month by just making sure you get the content. But the downside of that is it's a little bit more restrictive than, say, YouTube. They don't like guns. <laughs> they don't like guns <laughs> no, at don't. all. Anything, anything, you touch a gun, uh, you have to, like, in every video, you have to say, oh, on a safe range, in a safe location, following all safety rules, every video, so you don't get flagged. Um So for a gun content creator, it can be kind of difficult. I've been banned. Right now, as we're recording the show, I'm banned on my main account till June 9th. And all I did was I showed a video of me. I was working on a Shield Plus. I was shooting that. And that video got a community guidelines violation. I appealed it, won it. That's sitting at 4,000 views right now. But on the back end, I I got banned from posting. So. So, so for
0: those of you watching here or listening on the, on the audio side, Joe and I are recording this the Sunday before Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Um, my Memorial Day show is already recorded. That's going to be released on Memorial Day. You're going to hear this thing on June 6th. So when you hear this, Joe will still be banned for four more days yep. on TikTok to give yep. you an idea of how bad a ban can, can hit. A content creator. I mean, that's a yep. two week ban
1: on you. Yeah, I've had a month ban before. Um, and I get 48 hour bans left and right. Like, it, it's just, and I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not being unsafe with a firearm because, again, people are, you never know. What if someone that's like 16 sees me shooting a gun? You met, you better make sure that you're being safe. You're following safety rules because it, you know, in any case you're promoting, you know, firearm safety, you're an ambassador to the second amendment. So if you're doing stupid stuff online, that kind of gives, especially, you know, two a people a bad rap. So, you know, you gotta, you know, be very professional. Like, yeah, I do some funny videos here and there, but you know, when I'm in behind a firearm, I take that very seriously and I promote that in all my content. And it's, it's just crazy that the stuff that we're like, okay, yeah, he's being safe. He's doing everything right. And all of a sudden, boom, they don't like that. Um, it's, it can be difficult. Like I, I even started a backup account today, posted two videos, one got a community guidelines violation automatically. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough because you got to work the algorithm. Like uh, YouTube is a lot easier when it comes to pre- creating content, because for the most part, you're not going to get your videos taken down unless you're going against their community guidelines. So I found since I started this whole content creating thing in the gun world, it's like, know what platform it's, you have all this stuff in your head. Like, okay, I can post this video here, but what can I make sure I can't post here? Um, it gears you how you yeah. make your videos.
0: Yeah. Cause like for me, and I, I think the thing that, well, One of the things that made me not like TikTok, I did uh, three videos. Um, It was, you know, how to clear a level one jam, how to clear a level two jam, and how to clear a level three jam. One and two was fine. Three got jammed. And I'm like, what the hell? Um, Didn't do anything different, right? I'm sitting there just showing you community guidelines on three. Appealed it lost the appeal. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't get what your problem was <laughs> with this video. And of course you never hear. It's just, yeah, nothing. Community guidelines. And you're like, well, cause it's like, if you tell me what I did wrong that you don't like, then I can adjust. I mean, YouTube is notorious for that too. Yeah. Um, you know, it's up to you. You know, it's like, we can't tell you what you did wrong. Well then how do I know what I did wrong? You know how do I stop? You know, I'm, you know, on YouTube, when you're when you're um, when you're um, monetized, you're in the partner program. Look, I'm trying to be a good partner. Um, help me understand what I did wrong. It's against community guidelines. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks for telling me absolutely nothing.
1: And TikTok's even worse. Oh, it's, it's, I I will say TikTok is way worse than YouTube. Um, But the good thing is now with YouTube Shorts, I wish Shorts were around when I started because some of the content I was doing when I first started, I could put in Shorts. And I, I think if I started, if they had Shorts when I first started three or four years ago, it would have just, I think my channel would have definitely taken off. Um, But then again, I started my channel. Because, you know, I wanted to work in the firearms industry. It was my passion. When I graduated gunsmithing school, I thought, like, it would be a great digital platform for a resume. So, hey, look what I can do. And that, uh, I'd say it kind of helped. I I don't know. (laughs) Um, And uh, I was just like, I know guns.
0: But if you think about your current employer, it did kind of help a little bit after you got the job.
1: Yeah, well, um, doing a little bit
0: of content for them.
1: Yes, yes, I'm doing a little bit of content at the store at Cape Gunworks. You know, I, I, I film there exclusively. They've been really generous, and I'm humble that they let me use their range guns and some stuff to do actual content to get instead of me dropping five, six hundred dollars every other week on guns. Yeah, which, yeah, like I, I can't do that. My ammo bills—the only thing that I would say is. My biggest cost, next to like you know doing events and stuff like that, um, but you know, I before then it's like okay, I had a bunch of guns, so let's show clean and lubricate videos. Let's show this. Even then, they were like, "Uh, we don't really want you doing that," you know. And I'm big into building ARs and fixed mag ARs and stuff like that, and I think my biggest thing I wish I never did was everybody did AR builds my first yeah. serious build series was an AR15 build start to finish and that's like it was like 15 videos <laughs> and yeah that's been done it it just i think that's one thing that just halted me it's been done <laughs> oh we had talked we had talked offline
0: um about um me, uh, about something that didn't happen for me this year as a channel you know or, or as a content creator um, and when I was talking to them, they were they were completely over AR-15 builds. Like, yep. they're everyone does them. They're boring. We need something different. And that's when I talked about doing content around, you know, pistols and other rifles. And they're like, yes, this is what we're looking for. Um, and you're right. A- A- yeah, the AR-15 builds are, I mean, how many different ways can you build an AR-15? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, it's it's the same you're still putting in a trigger pin the same way you're mm-hmm. still putting in a hammer pin the same way it either either you're putting in from the left side or the right side that's your only choice right <laughs> i mean that's the only way you can you can you can change that up is which side you're going to put it in from yeah um and i agree with you and that's that's one of the toughest things with a content creator at least for me for, as a content creator, is coming up with those new ideas right um you're You were saying, you know, you get to use the range guns, which is great because not only are you a gunsmith at this place, but they have a range. Yep. And you get, you get your hands on all the, I mean, it's one thing to work at a gun store and then you get to, you get to handle the gun. Yep. You get to shoot them if they become range guns.
1: Yeah. The only, the one time I was fortunate enough and, uh, you know, when the 365 came out in 380, my boss looked at me and was like, Hey, you want to do a video on that, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this will do killer views. And I worked my tail off to get three videos made for that. You know, I, I started this new thing because again, I have the opportunity there, where I, you know, I show okay, what does this gun come with? Right, I call it the "What's in the Box." Um, that series is kind of ta- not taken off, but it's doing fairly well. Then I'll do a range review and then a clean lubricate because all you know, with all the new shooters out there, they don't know how to clean. You know, maybe they don't know how to clean yep. their gun. And, uh, I've been, I got myself on a good schedule, but I got all those videos filmed and recorded, uh, and edited in like two days. I worked awesome, so hard because I knew that gun came out. Everyone probably already had their hands on it. And you get the bigger channels out there that are well known. Everyone loves them. They, they get these the gun guns sent, for months, had the gun yeah. for months, no videos have been out. And I'm like all right, I'm going to do this. And it's like you get that urge. It's like you want to be that first one to maybe get some type of algorithm trip. And other than, I think, Gun Talk Media, I was the first one to have uh, uh, any videos on 365. And I was just like, yes! And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to go to 100,000 views. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's sitting at 2,500 views. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but even then, 2,500 views is still... That's still a, a successful video on YouTube. Yeah. From 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 my channel, and I'm at like sixteen hundred right now. You know, four years, yeah. sixteen hundred subscribers, and I'm working and I work my ass off. Like I reached hundred thousand I'm sorry, I reached a thousand views at the beginning of the year, and now I'm almost at two thousand. So I'm starting to get a little bit of a tick, pickup. Well, it's and... funny when you reach that
0: thousand, to get to two thousand is a lot easier. To get to three thousand is even easier. You're, that that algorithm is starting to pick you up, yep, and starting to
1: push you. Yeah, and that's the thing. I've you know, you gotta find time. You know, yeah. I remember when I started YouTube, I was doing it with a buddy. We had one day. He ended up having land on his house where we could shoot, and I was doing it on my phone. But at the same time, I was, I think I was still a painter. But I was going through jobs. I was working all the time. Because, you know, I had to pay bills and stuff like that. And I, you know... And when I was selling cars, that's when I was like, you know what, I'm making a little bit of extra money. Let me step up my video content. Bought the camera that I still have today. Lumix G7. Best <laughs> camera, for a starter. Uh, content creator. And it's just... It, it kind of trickled into that. And I wasn't posting as much. But then when you post more it tends to pick up so when you know the the flu happened <laughs> um yeah i was putting out i was laid off didn't do anything i was putting out i think five six videos a week it's amazing how it, you do that like for
0: me you know i was doing a video every once in a while because you know i was doing disassembly reassembling um starting to learn the youtube thing when I got to weekly videos, things started happening for me. Then, you know, I got that down. I that's when I launched the podcast. Podcast was monthly. Now the podcast is weekly. So now I have two videos a month just right there between my content video and the podcast. Now I'm starting to figure out okay, how do I do my third video for the week? Yep. Yeah. Because and- you start seeing that stuff the more, the more you post, the more the the more. You, the more people watch, the more followers are, the more engagement you get, um, the more, well,
1: you, the platforms like you. And, and that's the thing I was like surprised, especially when I was on TikTok and I was only posting maybe one or two a day, one or two a week. Then I got up to like, you know, three a week, four a week. And that's when, you know, it really started picking up. But the videos I was posting nothing was on the platform. So those videos that are 250,000 views, that gets into a whole another algorithm but with YouTube. I I've, I've been at this for 3-4 four years. I looked at the counter, I think I'm at like 430-ish videos if you're counting shorts, live streams, sure. yeah. you know, I'm at 155 episodes on my podcast. I just started a new sh- uh, podcast with Swamp Dog Armory for, called the Gunsmith Show. That sh- analytically that has the most retention that, and we've only done like five shows so far and just life happens. So we're trying to get on a regular schedule now. And so that's two podcasts. And then, you know, you get three, four videos a week. I'm kind of trying to post a video every other day, but it takes time. So not only I'm doing that, but I work for a living. I'm a gunsmith. Like I, (laughs) I'm working on, my life is firearms. So like, it's a passion. I wouldn't say if I'd say if you're a new content creator trying to get into the gun world, you better have a passion for it. Because yeah. if you're in this to be thinking you're going to be like Mr. Beast and you're going to be making millions of dollars of video, you are yeah. wrong. <laughs> so yeah, wrong. It's,
0: <laughs> it's, it's just not going to happen. I mean, um, I mean, and you're like myself. I mean, the, both of us, we want to be doing this full time eventually. Right. Yep. Both of us are working towards that goal. It's tough. It is, it is so tough to do this. Um, you know, I had the, I, I filmed my Memorial Day video yesterday. Um, I had a, a buddy of mine here with me. It's the first video that I have for the podcast or a video with anybody else right here in the studio. And, you know, he's looking at doing, um, he's looking at doing a, a YouTube channel, and, and it's on nothing really gun related. And I started walking him through things, and you know, I'm talking about you know about you know showing my analytics and things like that. And I start showing him, hey, all right, so here's a here's a video. It did great. It's at like you know four thousand views. And he's like, okay. And I go, it's got the little yellow icon, so it's limited monetization. That video has made me. 16 cents. Yep. 16 cents. That's, I mean, you, I, I think I might have 30 hours into that video. I made 16 cents off of it. I don't know. Um,
1: I think my highest performing video that is yellow, and I got the yellow dollar sign, was on a Savage Mark II. And I think I made $2 on it. I, I, I have more views. On the videos, I don't monetize. Then, if I was, mon- I try to monetize them. It, it's, it's not. I stop monetizing my, sh- my podcast. Like, you know, like you know, I get super chats every, every once in a while, but I don't monetize them the live streams.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's kind of weird. So it's, it's a, there's a whole game that you need to play, especially being a gun content creator, right? Um, let's face it, the, the platforms they're challenging for us, right? Yep. Um, we have some rules that other people don't have other, other niches don't have. Um, so we gotta, we gotta play through those things. Um, yeah, the, the new, the new YouTuber going, Hey, look, I'm going to go out and do this, um, do this content. I'm going to be the next, you know, big YouTube. It's statistically no. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, but that, then again, if you look at it, if you and I didn't make up tutorials, it'd be a whole different game. We wouldn't we wouldn't be having this conversation. You know, what's it, sad? Obviously, the subject. What's sad is the two of if the two of us did a makeup
0: video, we'd probably have the most amount of views just. Just because yeah. the two of us would be goofing around
1: doing it. I, honestly, <laughs> like, you know, with the shave, you know, I shaved the yeah. beard. You know, I got that baby face. I think, you know, as a spoof, I'd, you know, we should, I think I should just start one to see, see if it, it takes off, like as a spoof and then be like, all right, I'm <laughs> just done with YouTube. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, lost. I can't do it. You know, I, this is nuts. Yeah. I mean, and that's,
0: that's kind of. You know, that's kind of tough. It's, it's a little disheartening. I mean, you've been at it for four years. I've been coming, I'm coming up on five. Um, there are times where you just like, I don't know if I should be doing it. You doubt yourself. You go through this.
1: Is is this worth it? Um, I still do it sometimes. I doubt myself Um, all the time. I, this year I got, I've been burnt out a lot this year. I'm, I'm, it, it makes me nervous of how burnt out I am from doing videos, because I still try and get three videos plus two podcasts a week and I'm doing shorts and I'm doing the TikTok thing. And it's like from the beginning of the year, I had a little bit of an uptick, but probably from like on the YouTube side from March, I've just been like, you know, I've been fortunate enough where I've been able to talk to a few great companies in the firearms industry where like, I'm able to, you know, get, you know, I'm not, they're trusting me enough. Like, Hey, let's send you this product. Um, because that's one thing I thought when I got into doing YouTube, especially on the gun side, was how am I going to get product? <laughs> like, yeah. There is a, a rap you can get on to talk to certain companies for, in order for them to send stuff in for test and evaluation. Or just talking to companies just to say who you are. When I got into it, I thought I was going to be getting guns shipped to me. I'd get everything for free. Again, wrong. (laughs) Wrong. It took, I didn't get my first stuff sent to me until I was at like 200 subscribers. And I worked hard in those videos. And you, you know, you get to the point where it's like, okay, can I afford doing this? this review you know ammo is expensive you know my yeah you, know, you gotta think of yeah. an overhead cost if you're doing it i'm looking at to, i'm looking at this to build a brand now you know we're 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 building a brand to show okay this is what i'm about like i always i you know now i've been really trying to gear towards like listen i'm not a tactical shooter i have no military experience i'm a guy who likes to go to the gun range shoot guns have fun shoot awesome products um Try out accessories that works in my budget because, again, I'm not spending thousands of dollars on scopes or I'm not spending hundreds of dollars on the latest and greatest, you know, for instance, like AR-15 rail. I spend my money wisely because I want to make sure it works. So I want the best that I can afford. And you're going to find that your audience is going to be geared towards that you know you're gonna get your niches where your people only like say daniel defense stuff or they like yeah. you know they they only like the people that like like i've noticed in, like the precision rifle crew if you they get they get snotty very <laughs> very snotty and like i'm just like i don't care like I, it doesn't interest me because yeah. one it's expensive and two i don't have an area to shoot but, like, people showing off these. I've seen videos of, like, oh, this scope is, like, $4,000. And I'm, like, I could put a Vortex Strike Eagle on my 10. Yeah, I'm, wow, I'm just, there. As, yeah. <laughs>
0: just, just Just as fun. <laughs> yeah, just as fun, and I can get it on sale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, but it's I found that now it's.
1: Things, oh, go, ahead, yeah, go
0: ahead. I was just saying, that probably one of the things that works against you is you're in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So you have, you know, for me being in Montana, I don't have the, I don't have restrictive laws like you do. Um, you know, if I want to go out and shoot, I mean, I can go out. and... In Montana, we're allowed to own a full, fully automatic suppressed firearm if we want to. There are, the law says as long as we don't have criminal intent. <laughs> that's that's our law. Yeah. Um, you know, if I had. I don't know, eight grand, right. Or 16 grand, depending on what gun I'm going to get and what conditions. And I could do that. You don't have that capability either. So it's a little tougher on certain, on certain areas of, of the firearm industry. It's, it's harder for
1: you to compete with
0: other content creators too.
1: Yep. Yep. And I've noticed that I'm trying, I, I like building guns and like, working on products and stuff like that i try and show the whole like okay like i'm at the gunsmith school like you know this is how you can use your tools and stuff like that but i'm noticing i i saw that and it's like okay people are kind of getting sick of how-to tutorials for a little bit especially with ar-15s or like build series now look at the trend everybody's getting into getting their first firearm the past probably seven videos i've done are on first-time holsters, concealed carry handguns, home defense, you know, just regular first-time yep. handguns. Um, and it's starting to show. Like I, The one that was an outlier was the SIG P210 target, and that and it showed. It didn't do that well, but 365s, Ruger uh, uh, security nines, uh, shield plus, that's going to be coming out this week, H&K VP nines, uh, stuff that your first time like hey i'm looking to get my first handgun yeah look at that you know
0: yeah and and, i mean that's the one thing is you know you you said it a couple times is you got to find like those waves to ride right yeah um you know right right now you're you're finding that wave to ride on the first first time stuff yep it's you're always looking for what's next you know what what am i going to be doing you know next what's What's the next wave coming? How am I going to ride that? Uh, those are tough. Those are really tough to to do. You know, like um, who knows what's going to happen next, right? I mean, yeah, August. August, we have the, uh, a regulation change coming up that's going to affect an entire area of the industry. Yep. Some people are riding that wave right now. They're riding the 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 hate that's coming out of that. Don't get me wrong. I. I don't like the rule. I know you don't like the rule. No, I don't. Um, especially with the shirt that you're
1: wearing today. <laughs> yep. It's um, tight, but you know what? I got to support my homies. Yeah. It is a two wax. So, I'm usually a four.
0: <laughs> so for for those of you who are listening, he's got a JSD supply uh, shirt on. Um, I have the same shirt just happens to be in the, in the wash right now. Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, people are starting to ride that wave of hate right now, but it's like, okay, what's going to happen when that goes away? You know, what are they going to produce next? Um, Those are probably some of the hardest things, at least for me as a content creator to kind of come up with is, you know, what is that next wave? Um, How am I going to put my spin on that? Right? Because everybody's, you know, if let's just say something big comes out, everybody's doing it. Well, it's great. I have a style. Does does that even match my style? Um, yep. And some, sometimes it doesn't. And I just I just don't even deal with it because if I do it in my style, it's going to look
1: awful. Exactly. And I've noticed, and I feel like I'm getting a, it, it, It's working out because I've never done unless it was like really at like you know pertinent. I would do like a video on like a news thing. I don't do. Mm-hmm news updates on gun industry stuff i don't do i don't do that i have friends in the industry that do it way better than i could yeah it it that takes time away from what other projects i have going on i you know some people that's how the views are going right now everyone's looking for the uh you know new leak stories or updates on this i don't care like it, yeah. it, like I care because again, a lot of these people are my friends and I care about yeah. them. My audience is already watching the other videos that are yeah. being created. So, why would I take time away from projects that I actually care about making and I know can affect my audience in a way that, you know, for instance, you know, I'm working on an MP 1.0 right now that I've been trying to build up for years. That's a gun that is very affordable right now because you can get them very cheap over the 2.0s, people that are like, how can I make this fun? That's where yeah. I, my content come in. Not covering the latest laws and regulations because, again, there's other channels that do it way better than I can, and they could probably explain it in a much better and more informative action.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree with that because, you know, I try to stay away from well, – I mean, look, sometimes th- sometimes I go through some of the laws, Right. But that's mostly like a post in my community cha- uh, my community uh, tab yep. in YouTube. Um, I have a newsletter. You'll, you'll hear about it in a newsletter once a month. Um, hey, look, this came up. This is you know why I'm kind of passionate about this one issue. Other than that, it might sneak into a podcast where I'm talking to a guest. It might sneak in there for a couple of minutes and then it's done. Yep. All right. Exactly. Uh, I'm not going to live off of that. There, there are. I like the way you say that. There are people who do that way better than I do. Um, I can't be on the bleeding edge of everything that comes out. Um, I've got to deal with what I can work with and what my audience wants. If I changed over to being a total news channel right the second, number one, I don't have the background to do it. I don't know. Where they're finding yeah, you know, these people are finding half the stuff they do. Yeah. And two, everybody that's watching my content's not expecting that. Exactly. That's not why they subscribe to me. That's why they subscribe to those other channels.
1: I was I like at one comment. point I, I had a second channel for cigar reviews. And that is just as regulated as firearms when it comes to YouTube. They don't like those videos. I was gonna incorporate that into my main channel. And I knew that was just going to kill it because it's not what people were there yep. for. Like I promote, you know, you know, cigar brands and stuff like that on the show, but that's it. It's on a live stream. Like I'm not making a dedicated video and I'm glad I didn't do that because again, they're coming to for, you know, if you're a new content creator, they're coming to your channel for a certain reason. Don't throw something out of left field because nine times out of 10, it doesn't work. doesn't work. If anything, you'll lose, you'll lose followers mm-hmm. that way. I lost um, followers because I've never seen the the original Red Dawn. I lost five subscribers. What? We had a, what? Yeah. Yeah. Never seen it. How have you not seen the original Red Dawn? that's it. You're out of the pot.
0: <laughs> 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 no, it's um Yeah, it's funny <sighs> because uh, that's not just you. I know other people. Um it's that is your generation. <laughs> I've seen the remake. You know, and I and
1: that's the thing, I gotta see the original. You gotta
0: see the original. I the original's the original is way better than the remake. Um, yep. um it's it so funny to see, like, you know, like my wife and I when we see that, we're like, "God, they were so young," because we, you know, they're actors we grew up with, right? Exactly. It, we've yeah, seen them. Yeah. All, we're like, "God, they were so young." Damn, I was young back then too. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. Well, and that's um, the thing too. Like I've noticed too that I've been trying to do the best I can because on you know on the youtube side there's so many firearms channels out there there are great firearms Mm -hmm. channels now i'm at the point where it's like let's start creating content together let's start you know hey let's meet up let's do some content creating together that was another way i was like all right i'm at this point i was been fortunate enough to okay you know I'm in the area of certain people. Let's see if we can meet up, do some content together, or hey, you have a podcast, I have a podcast. Let's kind of you know collaborate a little bit. Yeah. That's where I was when I got closer to a thousand. I'm like, all right, this might, you know this could actually help a new content creator in the gun world. Like if you're local to somebody, hit them up. You know, you know, I will say if the person has over five hundred thousand views, they're not looking at their Instagram or five hundred thousand subs. They're not gonna look at your energy. They're gonna they're just gonna get completely demolished <laughs> like you're not yeah. gonna get seen but you know get a chance to get on every podcast you can especially in the firearms yeah. world um uh, my wife just walked in the door <laughs> so uh yeah. um get on every podcast you can there is i can name seven right off the bat that it's going to be very easy for you to get on that show um like me like I, I got a good uh buddy of mine i haven't really talked to him in a while but like he's i got a friend in rhode island uh type gibb he was the first content creator I ever was able to collaborate with and like go down and do content all day with him. Um, and then, you know, you get to go to these events now and that's where I'm, you know, we were talking offline before. I'm like, I was mad because I'm not at NRA. Like that's where I get to one, see my friends, but also I get to see face to face time with people that you could possibly actually start doing videos with or yep. companies that would take a chance and say, Hey, Why don't we do some, you know, video work together, see what we can see, what we can generate. And now that's where I'm at the point where I'm trying to plan out like, okay, what events can I get to that I can afford and that I can actually one collaborate with other creators, but also at the same time get face-to-face interaction. Um, But the downside is I'm in Massachusetts. All this stuff happens like, well, seven states away.
0: Well, and you're, you know, if you think about it, I'm in the same, I'm in the same boat in Montana, yeah, same right? With you. There's shot show is easier for me to get to because it's it literally straight down. I 15 for me, oh. I get on i 15 and I don't get off until I get into Vegas. Um, So that that's easier for me. That's a 14 hour drive. Um, but like you get to some like NRAM, you know, NRA, which is going on right now. That's a little harder for me to get to it. You know, getting down to Texas, is, is, is I just can't jump in the car and drive. Um, you can't. You know,
1: that's, like that's like a 30-hour ride.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's something I definitely don't want to do on my own. I could fly. But again, you know, being a small content creator, you know, I mean, you know this as well. Money's tight, right? Flights are weight. so
1: expensive
0: right now. Oh, dear well, Lord. Yes, they are. And uh, I was reading that this weekend there uh, a lot of people being stranded because of
1: cancelled flights because they don't have the pilots for them. I recently just got back from Florida with my wife, and I got banged up in uh, Orlando. I got thinking, okay, a seven a m flight. No one's gonna be there. <laughs> Wrong. I'm gonna fly spirit. It's cheap. It's gonna save me money. I ended up spending eight hundred dollars more on tickets through JetBlue because I got there early enough to think, uh, oh, I got a check bag. It took me 45 minutes to get through check bag. Then it was an hour wait just to get into TSA where I would have missed my flight already. So I ended up missing. I was staying a day later in Florida, which I mean, I'm not complaining, but (laughs) again, that's just more money I had to spend just to get home. So like you should have just driven I 95 (laughs) at that point.
0: Oh gas, man! Gas is four <laughs> four fifty a gallon. <laughs> or, or, dude, you could have taken Amtrak.
1: Yeah, I could have. I could have done that. Yeah. I
0: mean, yeah. don't get don't get me wrong. It's not the most luxurious travel, but it's you. You, hell, you could have. Um, I think even up in Massachusetts, you could have loaded up onto the auto train and taken a car with you.
1: Yeah, I think I could have. Yeah, I don't know. That's
0: that's the thought. That's actually the thought. But yeah, I, you know, I I get it. Um, like Ellie, I was talking about you in a podcast that I had with uh, Sarah Joy, uh, Sarah Joy Albright. You know, we were talking about um, these. Uh, you know, well, it was the gun shows in Pennsylvania where where Jordan, oh and yeah, he took over that, right? And we get talking about, and you know, we're talking about Jordan being great guys, and you know, and the the energy of the gun shows change, you know, changed around. Like, yeah, I go, I, I was kind of jealous because you know I'm seeing. You know, you and, and and you're you're taking pictures with um, with Joe and Dark, and I'm like,
1: I'm out here in Montana going, "Hey, I wouldn't <laughs> like to be there." Yeah, <laughs> that and that's the thing. Like, first of all, Sarah is one of the nicest, amazing people in person, the world. such an amazing person. Um, that was a six hour ride for me. Like, I dro- I drove six yeah. hours. Rich drove up from Palm Beach, so like, yeah. But and that's what I, I found, especially when you're, you know, for the new creators out there, you get to meet, like, really cool people. And I've said it many times. Like, I talk to you guys way more than my friends that are 10 minutes down the road to me. You guys are family. Like, you all, we all share a passion. So, it's, like, it's worth taking the six-hour ride into Pennsylvania to see your friends yeah. hang out. Like, I didn't do it. Like, that wasn't, like, a business trip. That was a trip to go hang out with my buddies. Like, yeah, and it was the best thing I could have ever done and, and that's kind of the cool thing you
0: know one of the things I learned earlier when, you know, when I started becoming a content creator is this whole thing of don't do it on your own you know find some other content creators that you can talk to and they'll, they'll you know that will talk back and you know it might take you a little while before you find them but when you find them you can kind of build that like support group right yep. I mean it's I hooky. I, it is, <laughs> and I met I met you through CloverTAC. Yep. Which I ran into CloverTAC on the full thirty four, the full thirty forum, um, and got talking with him. Which you know, that's once you find that support group that you can be in, it's great. Like I know, I can, I, you know, I can drop you a message. I know you're going to answer, right? I can drop. Kovatak a message. I know his going to answer. I know Ghost Tactical is going to answer Flying Rich. I mean, these are all people, these are all content creators that I've run into just doing. Like you were saying, you know, if you're new, try getting involved into a podcast. You have no idea where those connections are. The first podcast I was ever on, I met John Crump. John Crump was on the panel. Yep. Um, It's It's, it's crazy. The people that you will run into, Um, you know, I had no idea that, you know, I had no idea how much, you know, I was on back then I was on John Crump a lot. Um, I just don't, don't have the time that to be on there that often, but I met some pretty interesting people. I mean, John, uh, and you know, John was just, he, He's an amazing investigative, investigative journalist. He he led me to other content creators that I can talk to. Yeah, um, these are all people that I that I can ask questions of. Um, Jordan from JST Supply ran into John Crump because of my relationship with John Crump and my yep. relationship with Jordan. It was like you know, this is things were happening, and I'm like, I was talking to Jordan, and I was like, hey, would it? Would you go on a podcast to talk about this thing that's happening? And he's like, Yeah, I'm like, hey, you know, I sent, sent a message to Crump going, Hey, do you want to talk to Jordan from JSD Supply? He's the uh, you know, he he's the creator of the the MUP one, the 80% P320. And he's like, yeah, big letter, yes. I would totally <laughs> want to talk to him. Yeah, and um, it's so funny to see how these relationships work out, right? I mean it just things like that are just amazing so you know i it doesn't you don't have to be a gun content creator i mean that's just the niche that we're in
1: yeah and it, like if, if you're doing whatever fishing, you're, doing. you're whatever you're doing like it, it, go, you could. Go find something. podcasting is the best way to reach out to, and find creators i would have never met hank strange if i didn't go on his show um yeah. you know i watched hank for years and like you know I, he was kind of one of an you know he influenced me to start a podcast because i listened to his show forever uh then i you know i think i think he was the fr- nope. clover was the first show i did and clover you know if it wasn't for clover i wouldn't have my pretty dope logo <laughs> so yeah. like clover has been so instrumental in like helping me and you yeah. know i meet other creators and you know I, it just gets to the point where it's like i'm you, you just you go to these ventures to hang out with your buddies <laughs> like you know sometimes and for those of you who've not been on a, a podcast
0: or you're thinking about going on to a podcast, now it depends on the host. Yep. But generally, if you're on a podcast, understand that if this podcast is going to be an hour, you might be there for two, possibly three. Yeah. Because we get talking before Joe and I were talking for like 15 or 20 minutes before just BSing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this thing called the after chat. <laughs> and
1: and that's when the the, the, that's that's when you (laughs) find out gets exposed
0: (laughs) that's when you find out about what's really happening in the industry um and uh and trust me like joe was talking about clover with his his um his uh logo because clover was it was it was amazing clover did that logo for you um that was done in an after chat after one of clover's podcasts it was uh me and clover we were hanging out just talking um actually i think at the same time while he was doing that he was helping me get into poma
1: (laughs) Um, i gotta yeah that's one thing i definitely gotta i I gotta look into so and you know you know now we're talking about organizations now it's like hey you're a new content creator especially in, in the gun industry there's organizations that you could join or you could actually kind of collaborate or work with that actually can benefit your channel. Poma being one of them. Um, yeah. USCCA being another one. Um, uh, right to Bear Arms or Palmetto State, that little, you know. Yeah. yours uh, crew. Yeah. You get into
0: these organizations, you have no idea. Like for me getting into Poma, Poma was, I, I hate to say it, Poma was a stepping stone for me. Right. So, and I'll get yeah, actually this week, I'll be renewing my POMA um, membership. So I'll be in three years now. That was, that was, um, I, I, I hate saying it. It was a game I played, but it was a game I played to get to shot. Yeah. Right. That's where I was working at getting the shot show. Cause I needed to get to an industry event shot is well, the biggest one in our industry. And, um, I got the shot for the first time this year. And um, so this is also where relationships come in through, you know, cause I stayed with ghost and clover. Um, you know, we rented a, we rented a place together and uh, we, you know, we, we all lived with each other for a week. You well, know, my first day at shot, um, you know, on that Tuesday, ghost, you know, ghost got his own things to do there. Yep. Ghost spent the morning, walking shot with me showing me how to navigate shot it's like hey if you're on the main floor you see it's like if you see smith and wesson and then you see glock you line those two signs up and it leads you to an exit it's almost impossible to get out of shot once you get in the middle of it because it's a maze um and we walked the entire shot in the morning and he was there to answer questions with me We, we 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 did a couple of booths together you know, it was great because I, you know, I got to see him in action of how to talk to, to companies and stuff like that. It was, and then, you know, I was at lunchtime. He's like, hey, you want to get, I'm like, dude, I'm gone. I'm, I, I got this. I'm good. Thanks. You know, I took off. He was hanging out with Clover in the afternoon. He's like, where's Rogue? He's like, he's
1: gone. He, he's, he's doing his thing now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did like, that when on. I went to my first, I think my first industry event was Iraq Federal on Range Day. Um. I was fortunate enough to got get I, it was kind of an invite only for creators and stuff like yep. that. And I'm happy I got in with the size of my channel. And I went down there. I flew into Florida. Uh, Flying Rich picked me up with a couple other creators at like three in the morning. And we just drove from Florida to Georgia. So the next, like the official day, we kind of like, you know, we're checking around thinking, all right, yeah, let's all content create together. I was gone. I went into that maze of just, you know, <laughs> vendors and like plowed right through it. Oh, uh, I, I was in the deep of that little vendor thing, testing guns out, talking to companies, taking photos, taking videos, making TikToks. I came out four hours later. I was just like, I was looking Rocky in the, you know, 14th <laughs> round. Like <gasps> what did I just do? <laughs> and it, I have never felt more of an adrenaline rush and confidence
0: you'll be so damn tired but it'll be so fulfilling to do it
1: yeah i was up at i didn't even sleep i slept for two hours in a car and i didn't go to bed till 11 o'clock that night and it was awesome but then again some of the people that were there i've already done i've done some work with so i actually got to meet people face to face and like one like one company like you know it made me feel good because I was kind of a small creator. I think I was only at like not even 500 subs, and I got to go and I got to see these people. And Mean Arms, they were there. You know, I use a ton of Mean Arms stuff. Being in Massachusetts, because I have to have fixed mag ARs, and I use their ar- Mean Arms loaders. And I got to talk to them, and they're like head guy. Like walked up to me, he's like, "Joe, what's up, dude?" I'm like, huh? "You know who <laughs> I am? uh yeah. Hello." And he's like, "I'm so and so." We had a phone call. I'm like, "Oh." He- hey what's up man and i was just like hanging out with them and everyone's like yeah i I came in like oh yeah no we know him and i'm like 500 subs like but like at the same time it's like that's like some really rewarding stuff so shot is definitely going to be a next show that i'm going to go to where i can actually like see people face to face and like you know and and i'm a very anxious and nervous kid like you know you see me you know you and i talk all the time but like in public i'm just like um, uh, so like it's bringing me out of my comfort zone a little bit and, you know, but once I get into the groove, it's just, it's not, na- it's just talking natural, you know? Well, I'll tell you, cause that's the one thing for shot for me. Um,
0: there's, there's multiple ways that you can, you can approach shot, right? So you can approach shot as I'm going to create content. Now I'm going to go there and I'm going to do booth interviews on it. it. There's no wrong way of doing it. It's, it's totally up to you. Right, you know, I get out of shot, and people are like, "Hey, you had like four Instagram pictures. I'm like, that's what that wasn't what I was there for. I was there to meet people from the industry. I was yep. there to 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 start working on relationships and things like that." Um, shot is the reason why I've had so many guests on the podcast. You know, it's a, it's a new podcast. I just Memorial Day is going to be podcast number thirty-one. But I've had, you know, Real Avid and I started, I've had these big brand names on the podcast because I got to talk to these people. You know, I sat there and, and had a good conversation with them. I mean, you know, real, I like Real Avid's one of the good ones because I sat there and talked to Dustin uh, Sanchez and he's a competition shooter and yep. uh, all that. We just sat there and just talked at shot. And he's a busy guy, right? I mean, he's he's sitting there looking at everything, trying to make everything running. And then he sat there, talked to me. We talked for probably about I don't know about forty five minutes. People were coming up, and he's just like, you know, yeah, did go deal with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, we got talking, and I was like, hey, you know, yeah, um, I think we, we had a pretty good conversation. Would you come on the podcast with me? He's like, yeah. So we reached, you know, I reached out afterwards, and he came on. And I had. a, i had a great conversation with him um i mean we talked about so many different things and that this is the the thing is is that that people don't understand as content creators as content creators we rely on relationships yep and that's the thing like
1: like that makes it, it like i'll give you an example when i first started my show did it with a friend and i was nine episodes in i'm like let's have let's start reaching out to guests let's start reaching out to some people in the industry, some people on YouTube. The amount of times I got told no outweighs the great episodes of people I've had on the show. That was a cold email. Like, yeah. you know, I think the first time I really thought like, wow, Like I had a great show, Um, you know. I I had some pretty heavy hitters on first early on, but then I had my first company on, and that went well. But then I got my first firearms manufacturer on, and my nerdy, geeky side of guns (laughs) takes over. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think I was. It was Darkstorm Industries. Uh, We had them on the. I had them on the show, and I that was like so beneficial. Then I had you know, for those who don't know who Pound Metal is, you're doing something wrong. Um, Josiah, he's been on a Josiah's many... amazing guy. Oh, he is such an amazing person. We had him on the show and he, you know, Josiah from PSA has been on everybody's show, but he took the time again. He hasn't been, small on small <laughs> been on <laughs> mine yet. Been on mine. But, but that's, that's my fault, not his. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the thing too. he, he didn't like that. It's a they're kind of, like he was a manufacturer that like realized okay the kid's you know small content creator but you know he still did and like I was like that was one of my favorite episodes, Um but
0: just, then it's I just you a,
1: get he took it he took a gamble on me yeah uh,
0: when the when the GF three came out I got a G, he so sent me a GF three. And those things had just come out and and he sent me a GF three and it's got the gray uh, furniture on it. It, it was mm-hmm. like the most popular c- configuration. He sent me one to to go test out. And I'm just like, that, that tells you that there, you know, some of these companies do look for new content creators that are coming out to see what they can do and how they can forward it.
1: Um, and yeah, Josiah is an amazing, amazing person. Yeah. So as we're talking about this, okay, companies take a chance on you and you get so rewarding. If you're a new gun content creator, use those videos as examples. Yes. Um, use those That's videos as examples. Yeah, that is your resume. Um, I, I'll tell you right now, out of all the stuff I've done uh, videos on, whether it be triggers, rails, some stuff I just bought myself and I did videos on, companies send me stuff. I've maybe three videos that I use as examples and and that's out of 400 and some videos. I have maybe three. Yeah. You know, it, it, there's
0: so many things. So, you know, for those that are looking at coming out with a channel um, it's don't get me wrong. It's tough. I don't think anybody will tell you it's easy. It's tough, but this, these are the things that you need to think of. You know, when I first started a channel, I didn't, I didn't realize yeah, I'm coming out. I'm, I'm a gun. I'm going to be a gun con- content creator. At the time, I was still an FFL. I have an FFL. People should, you know, talk to me, right?
1: <laughs> no, no, not at no, all.
0: Even though I had an FFL and I was selling guns, it didn't mean a damn thing to those people.
1: I had. A, I have an associate's degree in firearms technology from a well-known accredited school. Do you think that got me anywhere? No, no. it didn't. I it, it, Even a step further, I had that degree. I had a YouTube channel. My current job that I work at, they didn't even look at that. I got in on a lie. I said I knew every... It, 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 I did my research, and I found out who trained at the schools. I trained at the uh, shop, and I knew some of them were actually kind of I was friendly with. On my way down to my interview i messaged like three people like hey can i drop you in an interview i need to i want to get the job in the firearms industry they said yeah go ahead i told them later on that i, I was completely bsing except for one person and um, <laughs> i was just like yeah i you know I, I do youtube and i know all these people i know they train here or that you know they do classes here or they come here and i don't think that even helped me get it it was just i showed i showed a passion and if you show your passion in your videos that is what is going to get people subscribing. That's going to get you to, you know, where you and me, we're trying to do this full time. That's going to show people like, okay, he really cares about this. This is what he, you could tell he's having fun. If you're not having fun in the video, that video is going to suck. <laughs> yeah, it totally. I mean, I, you know, I look back at
0: my first videos and, you know, my videos are very Technical. Videos, You know, the, you know, when I go through the, the gunsmithing content, they're extremely technical content. And, um, you know, I, I remember videoing those things and doing the voiceovers and stuff like that. Man, they're boring, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. I mean yeah. They're, they're boring. But that's, you know, I remember talking to my wife, and going, you know, one of the problems with some of these videos is they're, they're kind of boring. She goes, they're not boring, they're technical. Of course they're boring. <laughs> You know, I mean, technical content is not exciting stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, you know, and that's where you know, I I had a great idea for a video. It's just how do we, I mean, you know, now almost five years later, I'm still evolving that concept of that video. I think I'm in the right path, but it does take you time. Um, yeah, you got to show your passion. When I did those first video, I wasn't showing my passion. I'm sitting there going shit what is that part name again i'm trying to remember (laughs) the part name of the gun while i'm videoing it you know so yeah show your passion um be yourself and the followers will come come along
1: yeah you know and another thing i really want to touch on real quick don't hop into merch automatically it's it's it's, it's not content down yeah get, get your content don't be like oh i'm getting merch i'm getting t-shirts i'm getting hats no just get get a couple hundred videos made and then consider doing that that that's another I, big problem I, think. I
0: i have merch and i honestly I'm, i haven't released a new design in a while and i think i've sold a hat a mask and maybe a shirt i've sold, <laughs> I think, I've sold two shirts two shirts i think i think i'm my own biggest customer Yep, <laughs> yeah. Um, So, yeah, we've been talking for about an hour here. Let's kind of switch gears. What's the biggest mistake that you've made as a content creator?
1: Huh. Biggest mistake I've made. Probably biggest mistake I made was doing – a. a thinking that just because i'm monetized i'm gonna start making money um i wouldn't recommend getting us to make money there's ways to do it to create a living but showing your passion is a good part of it this is kind of a therapy for me um I'm still trying to figure out the game because obviously at the end of the day we got we all got bills to pay we all got you know mortgages that we're saving for or whatever, and I'd like to do this as a career because I like doing it. I never wanted to work at a desk. I am not a desk jockey. <laughs> um, I hated the trades that I was in. I you know I worked a lot of really crappy jobs. YouTube was one of the things that kind of leveled me out. Um, my biggest mistake was probably thinking I was uh, it was going to be like, oh, I'm going to catch the algorithm. No, it's it's a learning curve. Don't I I went into it thinking I'm going to, but you know, I start my channel six months in. This is where I'm going to be. It's not how it's supposed to be. Don't no. you, make your expectations That's... low because I again, this is how I got burnt out. I, I'm still kind of fighting to burn out, but I'm just pushing through it. Is make the videos just make the videos make some connections cool don't set your expectations to where you're going to be a hundred thousand in the first year that rarely happens i yeah i would agree with you on that because i I would
0: say that my biggest mistake was um i shot for perfection every time yep all right that first video that i produced uh it was the you know it wasn't even the full dissimilar. It was, you know, basically a field stripping video and yep. taking the slide apart for a P320. I have 60 hours into that video. Yep. Because when I went through, I went, I was, I was like, you know, I was doing, because I filmed the stuff and I did the voiceovers later. And I was like, I had to have a perfect take each time. Right? Yep. Each time I had to do it, if I couldn't do it in a perfect take, I would do it again. Oh, that didn't work. I got to do it again. And then each take afterwards, you start playing a mental game with yourself. It's, you start
1: spiraling downhill. Eventually you have to stop, come back, and then redo it. I, I leave my mistakes in my videos now. I don't even edit them out. I'm like, yeah, eh, I'm leaving that in there. Screw it. I, I've got a new concept for video. Uh, this week was the the first one.
0: Uh, first one. Uh, my concept is as first five. And it's the yep. first five minutes of working with a product. It's five minutes, one take. Whatever happens, happens.
1: Yep. I'm that's just, how I'm, I'm doing with the what's in the I'm box. I'm just
0: going for it. Um, I just got a, uh, and eventually you guys will all, all hear about this. But so I, I have a set of um, GS Extreme 2.0s that came in. It, after the video, for, well, first of all, I found out when I was editing that my collar of my shirt was flipped up. Oh, well. <laughs> right. Um, and then I was having a hard time getting them in my ear. Right. And I'm like, I just can't figure it and I'm like, hey, I'm just going to leave this thing kind of hanging out because it's, you know, I got five minutes to get through this thing. And um, it was afterwards when I got to play with them outside and I'm working, you know, in the yard and stuff. I'm like, oh, well. I had the left and the right and the right and the left. Um, and stupid mistake, but it, you know the whole thing was is I never touched these things before. I charge them up and let's go. <laughs> you know, if I had played with them, I would have understood that. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm now starting to get to the point where I don't care if I make a mistake. You know, even in videos where I'll say something wrong in editing, I'll put like a little bubble going oh, I really meant this, or did I really just say that, or, you know, something like that. I just keep I just keep rolling with it now. Yep. Um, and that's, yeah, you get to that point where, you know, you you start letting go. You know, at first, you're all nervous, and you're trying to get this thing done. It's got to be perfect and all that stuff. Now you just got to, now you're just trying to get through it and just, you know, and just be genuine. So, yeah.
1: It, and, and that's the thing the more genuine you are the more your viewers are going to see uh, you know it, you're going to learn okay what video works what video doesn't how long the video works how, like how long yeah. a video is where it's going to take off like it, it, you, you you're going to work through it that's why i say don't come in with high expectations yep experiment get a couple hundred videos made yeah you get happen. a cup get like 10 yep. podcasts in to figure out before because I, I wait about 10 episodes to get my comfortability up before I started reaching out to get guests. I and then I had one my first guest um I had the AK guy Brandon Herrera on my show that had more F bombs than I've ever oh had. Yeah. <laughs> I had a great I had a great conversation with Brandon. He's a phenomenal person that taught me don't swear too much.
0: Yeah. Yeah it, it and that brings other things. So, so I'm trying to remember you don't you only do your videos because yours is a live stream. Um, yep. You don't rip it off of the audio world, do
1: you? I should. I should, but I don't.
0: Because that's the one thing with mine is, you know, I have mine is pre-recorded podcasts. Uh, just because of trying to work into my day schedule, it, it gets tough at times. Yep. I do pre-recorded ones so th- and then I, I rip off for the audio. And, you know, then it goes out to iTunes and all that stuff. That's. Um, it took me a while to get you know, to get that down, right? I mean, you know, I did the I, I did an episode zero. Um, if you dig through the channel, you might actually find episode zero. I think it's there. And episode zero was just basically an introduction. I learned this from another podcaster. Um, I actually listening to their podcast and talking about how they started, and um, I did an episode zero, and all, all it is is just an introduction to podcast. That's so you can get it down, right? So, okay, this you're you're playing with things. Okay, I ripped off the audio. I've got this thing up here. How does it get out to the audio world? Does the sync, you know, the synchronization work? And then I did episode one like a month later. Um, and it's it takes you time. Don't 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 worry about it. it it's nobody's podcast is perfect. I know, I know there's a podcast. Well, I don't listen to them as much as I used to. But, I mean, he is a guy that has a podcast. He does his podcast five days a week. Uh, I was on his podcast once uh, a year or two years ago, something like that. Um, And it's a survival podcast. Um, I learned a lot just listening to him and how his show progressed. When he first started, he had a recorder, a handheld recorder, that he was recording his show as he was driving to work. And he was driving to work and then you get the, get the hell out of the way. I mean, he's like yelling at people in traffic. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> this is a guy who makes, even by his own admission now, makes multiple hundreds of thousand of dollars a year on a podcast. He does five days a week. Um, and that's what he's And All of his original episodes are out there to listen to it. He doesn't even, he doesn't hide from it. He goes, yep. That's the way it was. I had an idea. This is the technology I had at the time. It grew from there. You know, the only time I had was the you know hour and a half I had to drive back and forth to work. So that's when I recorded my podcast.
1: Yep, yep. Just, I uh, just do it. Yeah, that's how I that's how I've done it. It's like okay, these are my days off. This is where we're going to do it. You know, and and now I've started. I've added the Sunday show because I have Sundays off, and it's easy. Some it's easier for some people in different time zones where you know we're able to do that. You know, it, it, yeah. It, it, it's all just getting into a rhythm and you'll find your way. Don't get discouraged when you get told no. I've been told no. Some I've been told no a lot. <laughs> yeah. I've been and that's the thing. You're gonna find you've been t- you can you can get told no in the most politest way possible, and then you can get told no in the biggest D bag way as possible. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I've had that's only happened twice and yeah, it's it's funny. It's
0: it's just the way it is, just just roll with it. Be prepared for the nose. Don't don't admit defeat. I mean, you know, you might get a yes out of them later, um, mm-hmm. but if nothing else, you made a contact, and that's and that's what you got to look at. Is if they, if you get a whether you get a yes or no, that's a contact. You have no idea where that contact might lead you later, um, especially you know, like for us, we're talking to marketing people about products and trying to get them on podcasts and trying to get yep. products in and stuff like that you have no idea where those marketing people are going to be you know the two of us talked offline about one of the problems i had with a couple of companies i worked with people moved on well that contact moved with it and then i got hey i'm over here now awesome guess what i don't know anybody in that company yep. um, yeah you have no idea where those contacts are going to lead you to later. So, yeah.
1: um, And if you get canceled on by a guest, because that's another mistake I've made. I had a company scheduled, the, one of the owners of the company, like mm-hmm. the owner of the company. He didn't show up. And I got an excuse and I didn't even respond because I was young in the game and I wish I didn't. In his company, I still, I still use their product. But I it it pissed me off. Yeah. And just well, everybody has have a live show. You're yeah. just sitting there like, um, uh, yep. well, I guess yep. we'll talk about this. <laughs> yep, yep. And that's the thing. I got pissed. And I feel bad that I did. And I haven't reached out to them since, but I still use their product. That stuff's gonna happen. Plans change. I had a I had a company that a well known company had canceled on me because he reached out and said, "Dude, I got this stuff going on. I, I can You know, can we reschedule? No problem, no problem. Things change. Don't take a cancellation, especially when you're doing podcasts. To say, screw them. No, no. Things happen. People have families. <laughs> People have children. Things happen.
0: <laughs> I I have had a company that. I've talked to several times. I talked to him at shot. Everything was great. Talked to him after shot. Um, they canceled four times on me on the podcast. Their, the problem is, is that you know I know things about the company that normal people don't know now. Yep. They, let's just say, had a manufacturing problem, right? Yep. They're trying to deal with that. Plus, demand and try to keep plus, keeping up demand for their product. They couldn't, they can't deal with more. I don't want to say advertisement, but more uh, attention right now because they're struggling to keep up with demand as it is. They need to slow, they actually need to slow their marketing down yep. to keep up with the current demand. Um, I know that company is down in uh, Texas right now at NRAM. Um, they're starting to gear up. We're going to. They're probably, it's probably going to take a little bit of time for them to get back on to my schedule because now my schedule's full. Yeah. Um, so those are yeah. If you're running the podcast, just be ready for just be ready for whatever comes your way. I mean, there's there's a couple of times where I've had a guest and I talked to another person. Hey, look, I've had a cancellation. Would you hey, can you fill in for me? And they're like, yeah. And then they canceled on me. I'm like, going solo. Yep. It hey, look, l- their life hit them. It's gonna have to go. Look, I'm just gonna go solo on this one. It's gonna it's gonna be a short podcast. I'm not you know, I'm not ready, but hey, we're, we're doing it. Cause I said I said that every Monday there'll be a podcast. There's gonna be a
1: podcast. Yep. Sometimes you actually can't even run up, you forget, hey, I'm not doing a show yeah. this week, you know, and stuff's Don't yeah. <laughs> tell, tell your audience.
0: So, Joe, man, I know you're busy, and it is Memorial Day weekend as we're recording this thing. I know I uh, want to let you get back to your family. Um, one last question for people before we wrap up. If somebody's thinking about being a gun content creator right now, what's the one piece of advice you could give them?
1: If you have passion for it, do it, because that's going to transfer over onto your content. Awesome. So with that, Joe, how can people get a hold of you? Uh, so, your main place I tell people to check out is obviously the YouTube channel. Check out Shooting Gallery NE, which stands for New England. Uh, everyone always thinks it's like you know Nebraska. It's Shooting Gallery New England. <laughs> um, uh, but check out Shooting Gallery NE on YouTube. Uh, check it out on TikTok. Check out the backup page on TikTok. Um, Instagram. You know, I'm pretty much on every form of social media, but I'm mostly active on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram, and uh, just stay tuned for what content's coming because i'm coming with a force (laughs) awesome and for those of you watching or listening i'll have
0: links to joe's channels in the description below so that way you can just click on them and get right to them joe man you know it's it's been great having you on again you know, the two of us—we've known each other for a while. It's always a pleasure having you on. Thanks for joining me, and especially on a on a holiday weekend, a Sunday on a holiday weekend, on your very few days off. <laughs> I, I know,
1: yeah, I, dude. I I will always hop on. I really appreciate you having me on, dude. And, you know, you know, we, we we it's like hanging out, having a beer with an old friend, dude. Like,
0: there you go. I always enjoy talking to Joe. You know, we were talking for good, maybe. 15-20 minutes before we started recording and probably a good hour or so after we were done. Um, I just have a really good time talking to him and he's just such a genuine person. Definitely go check out Joe's channel. I'll have all the links down below and I'll have his Instagram as well as his TikTok account down there as well. Thanks for listening. Hope you're staying safe out there Hey, I look forward seeing you again soon.